1: Trust me, you won't want to miss out on the fun and candid conversations we have here on Rachel Uncensored.
0: This episode of Podcast Beyond is brought to you by PlayStation View, a new live TV service available through your PlayStation console. No annual contracts and no surprise fees. Better TV has arrived. Game the system. Beyond. Do not underestimate the power of PlayStation.
2: Beyond. 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 Please, beyond. Beyond. Okay, you started with the weird things. Yeah, I was Spooky.
0: Beyond. Welcome to Podcast Beyond. Uh, this is Podcast Beyond, episode 435. My name is Max Scoville. Joining me today, we have Marty Sleva. Hi, Max. Brian Altano. What's up? And Andrew Goldfarb. Hey. Yeah. Andrew's a uh, real uh, sleepy boy, in
3: he's coughing. I'm, I'm yeah. not really that sleepy. Uh, uh, no, I thought there was going to be a... I don't know. We're all kind of ragged because this is
0: the week of the San Francisco Game Developers Conference, and that means it's sort of like finals week. Mm -hmm. Like, all of us are kind of in and out of the office, and the schedule's all screwed up, and you're kind of staying up later, but also coming in earlier. So uh, we're currently recording this on Wednesday, uh, early in the morning. And uh, yesterday, they announced all the details that we were waiting to hear about on the PlayStation VR. We had a little press conference. I went there with
2: Marty. Mm -hmm. Marty, what did we learn? Uh, Sort of the big thing right off the bat was that uh, we finally got a price and date-ish uh, for PSVR, so uh, it'll be launching in the states, or well, globally actually. It'll be uh, three ninety nine, and it'll be launching in October. Uh, they didn't say what the actual date was, but some you know sometime in the month of October. Mm-hmm. Um, sort of. Uh, there was a little bit of controversy that came out within the hour after this. Wait, uh, so a gaming announcement. <laughs> fostered some sort of no. disagreement. Sabatier. <laughs> um, so it's 399, nine, which, you know, in comparison to Oculus Revive, which are 600 and 800, <laughs> seems incredibly cheap. Uh, but then uh, it turns out you need a PlayStation Move camera uh, in order to use... Uh, this, which, what is that? 40 dollars? Sixty. It's, it's, MSRP is fifty
4: nine ninety nine. Yeah, yeah, but it's like you can find it can right find now on Amazon. Is, like, yeah. Yeah. It's like forty something.
0: depending where you are with tax, that's going to come out to about five hundred. Yeah. You yeah. Know. And for it, reference,
4: that's for all the head tracking that this thing's going to be yes, doing. Right. Which other other uh, other headsets have other alternative ways to do that? I know that the Samsung thing is basically just using your phone's motion tracking yeah. stuff in it. Um, this works a little differently than that, so you will need that setup. The setup itself, like if you've actually looked at all the stuff in the box. There's a lot of stuff. Yep. I think this is, um, we're getting into that territory of sort of like when, remember seeing commercials for like the Wii and you're like, oh, so it's just like, you just have a, a remote and it's fine. But then it was like when you plugged in the nunchuck and then there was like all these peripherals and all a yeah. sensor, bars. sensor and and bars and, and clubs charging clubs. cables yeah, yeah. and yep. all of a sudden you're Balance looking boards. at, yeah, yeah. That, that sort of like lone vision of like the guy sitting in the room with the headset on, like experiencing a different world. It's that plus a lot of cable clutter.
2: Yeah, so. totally. And uh, it does, also doesn't come with the two move controllers. Right, uh, which right. are not necessary for all the games. I've yeah. played plenty of games that you just use the also, DualShock 4. Yeah, which, which is funny the DualShock
0: have. 4 does work as a move controller, basically.
2: Yeah, I mean, right. there's certain things like, uh, in a game like Job Simulator, each of them is one of your hands, which mm-hmm. you sort of can't do with just a DualShock. Right. Um, but I'm, there are some games that can double with just a DualShock.
0: I'm wondering if they're going to allow you to use two two controllers instead of move, because they basically work the same. I mean, yeah. You've got the light bars on there, which is for tracking. Yeah. And I mean, if you've played like, uh, what's that one of those stupid robots, the the room where there's a room with robots. Playroom, the playroom. playroom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stupid robot. The room Stupid, with robots. Yeah. Stupid robot room.
3: <laughs> <laughs> you just
2: flick those little idiots around. Yeah. And in which, mentioned
3: that's free for everybody who gets PSVR. You'll be able to download that. Uh, yeah, VR free. playroom,
2: uh, mm-hmm. which is something I've, I've played a couple of the games up. I mean, it's like a collection of uh, sort of tech demo, fun little party things, yeah. uh, which are <clears throat> actually cool. So yeah, we were predicting last week what stuff would come bundled in, mm-hmm. uh, and I think we shot a little bit high. Uh, but uh, also, well, for d- now. So that's the thing. Like yeah. the, the the whole thing now is
3: because of everyone talking about the camera and the moves and all these all these questions. Uh, Shuhei had an interview yesterday with Tech Insider, did say that there will be a bundle, which is did, tech at least Insider, not, not, not Tech, tech, inside.
2: tech, and tech and insider. insider. Another <laughs> <Yeah>. one. <outlet> Another <laughs> about about <laughs> um,
3: Yeah, I mean, and that's not surprising. I mean, they have, look. It's it's March. They have seven months to to mm-hmm. talk about bundles, to figure out pricing, to throw in all kinds of <laughs> other things. Like I think. Um, like we talked about with Alana last week, I can see them doing kind of a, a family bundle that's like a, a couple family-friendly games and doing like sure. a like kind of a pro bundle that comes with the camera and two controllers and more of a hardcore game. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's,
4: it's a lot easier to come out and say three ninety-nine buy yes. than it is yeah. to say four ninety-nine because yeah. I mean that, that gets that gets back to like the PS3 launch E3 where well, they got the, into very and then you're like you're actually eclipsing the price of the console itself. Plus, which it, is it's still halfway required. through the
3: life cycle of the console, like that's yeah. the thing. Like you can't people who are mad about this like. I bought a PS camera two years ago for yeah. sixty bucks. I'm glad it's not included in the box. I don't have to pay for it you again. Got like, a lot of use out of it. I've literally never plugged it in. <laughs> so, um, I, but no, but I mean, it? like the, the point is, like it, it, they're actually the people who got really mad about this yesterday is kind of a knee jerk thing. I think this is actually like good of them to offer just a basic vanilla bundle with just the bare minimum of what you need for PSVR, and then obviously there will be kind of ramps up from there.
4: Well, that's what we, you and I were talking about this yesterday. Like this goes in two different ways, right? Mm-hmm. One, you can be upset that it it doesn't come with what you need. Uh, two, you can be happy that if you have the things you need already, that you don't have to buy second versions mm. yes, of them. Exactly. Like when when I pi- buy PSVR, maybe I'm still sort of on the fence. Uh, for 399, I'll take that PlayStation camera out of the storage and plug it back in. Everything will be good to mm-hmm. go. I don't have Move controllers because I never I never got into that at the beginning. I with. have the Move controllers. Yeah. That's like the nunchuck
3: and the Move. So I have
4: to the get pickles. A s- I they get a, call them. The pickles. Yeah, yeah. I got to get the second. I got to get the second one with the, the wand. Wand.
3: Yeah. The wand. The
4: clown nose. Gum. Yeah. Uh,
3: <laughs> you made a good point yesterday <laughs> <laughs> that the. The thing that's hard is the kid on Christmas who gets a PS4 and a PSVR yeah. and opens it and
4: then that can't play That poor little with it. boy. Yeah. yeah. I mean, <laughs> that kid's probably doing that just Poor fine, child, which is like doing. nice yeah. cool
0: hat for Christmas. To be fair, yeah. that's
4: not like that is not to be understated. Like yeah. there are a lot yeah. of I know we're all in the know. If you're listening to the show right now, guess what? You're you're already in the inner circle. Like everyone in this room gets it. Like mm-hmm. we are looking at the box, we're flipping it over, we're reading we're reading press releases on this stuff years before they even become a reality. Uh but yeah, the kid on Christmas, mm-hmm. poor little Johnson, yeah, whose yeah. family spent eight hundred dollars on it. Well, yeah. so I was comparing <laughs> it to this is to me this is Sony's. Uh, the 3ds doesn't come with a AC adapter, mm-hmm. right? Which is like they just assume you have it already, mm-hmm. but you might not. Uh, and I actually pulled up a story. It was from 2014, so I don't know how much the stats have changed. To me, I don't think they've changed a lot. But fifteen percent of PS4 owners in 2014 own the camera, which means eighty-five percent didn't. Um, that the number of PS or, uh, PS4 owners has uh, increased, you know, in, insanely since then. And I don't know if the number of cameras has as well. There was I a mean, shortage for a while. Yeah, yeah. I, I feel like yeah. there yeah. was a shortage for a while. Uh, dude, was, at,
3: at launch, it was insane. They were yeah. like two hundred dollars on eBay for a while. It was, yep. it was everybody ridiculous. wanted
0: to be the next big PewDiePie. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, I mean, and
3: the the thing is though, like that he bought oh, them all actually, so they yeah. couldn't. <laughs> that's not to be understated though. Like the Reach camera actually <laughs> he made his own Google car. The camera, <laughs> the camera is actually the PS4. Awesome for reasons that aren't psvr like right. the camera like the reason i got the cameras because at the time i was like ambitious and like i'm gonna stream and i like never yeah. stream no, you do that but weird I mean, thing where
0: you just you go on you have that one private twitch channel and just show you show your wiener yeah i get notifications late at night
4: so this is going to be a thing they'll put back in stores hopefully with a price drop um i'm 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 guessing that the the four ninety nine bundle, and I'm just guessing at that price, but that sounds about right because if if this thing is if the camera's retailing for sixty and the move controllers we assume will retail for around the same price because mm-hmm. peripherals aren't aren't cheap anymore, then you're looking at a five hundred dollar bundle. Mm-hmm. they can sweeten the deal by throwing a I think a game rigs. or something in there I really think there yeah. will be a five hundred dollars bundle with
3: you are obsessed a camera. With the fact that they're adding rigs. what dude, like I don't know <laughs> what rigs is if it's not bundled with PSVR like I don't know who. I did, like so there. There was this big list of games that were at the event you went to yesterday, yeah. and and this is why I'm not buying a PSVR at launch because there are no games. Like there's nothing I want to play on this. There's like well, a million cool tech demos. There's a million things that are fun at events and stuff, but there's nothing that like makes me want to put down. Four hundred dollars plus the cost of a game mm-hmm. to to play this. this I fall. mean, it's an odd
0: product in that sense. Also, like they haven't gotten to the part where they announce the games. This is right. kind
3: of how it always is around GDC. They
0: start talking hardware stuff if there's stuff to talk about, and then come E three, you know, come Gamescom, Comic Con, whatever, they start right. actually showing stuff off. Yeah, the flesh yeah, out like, the lineup. And
3: they announced <laughs> Battlefront. Uh, we'll have an exclusive PSVR experience. Experience. Mm-hmm. That's gonna um, be a word we are gonna get so sick. Yep, of. Yep. Yeah. I mean, they said, this week
2: they announced the Assassin's Creed experience. Yeah. Yep. Like
3: that is. Yeah. And, and so they, they said there will be fifty games for the end of the year. Like. There There will be stuff, and it's like, so right now, rigs unless I'm forgetting something, is the only first-party Sony game from the ground up for VR, which yeah. is the reason I keep bringing it up as a packing game, because I mean, it's like, what else do you do with like it? It's well, yeah, like Playroom. Yeah, there's Playroom. sure there's, there's World VR, VR and, and, which and PS- is what? Yeah, London's demos. Yeah. That's so nice. Yeah. World's and, yeah. is,
0: is, it includes The Deep, which is where a Shark bites you, yeah. and it's mm-hmm. got uh, The Heist and The Getaway, which are awesome. Mm-hmm. I love those. Uh, curious what else gets rolled into that. Right. yeah. It's going to be kind of like the... Maybe like The Kitchen, maybe like a thing in there. Let's not
4: understate the sort of hype and excitement that gets into people's heads when they buy a launch product like I there are so many games I've purchased which with a launch console or a launch product that I never would have bought halfway through those Shadow
2: Fall and rise this sure. generation yeah, yeah. I yeah. mean
4: there there are there are Vita knack, games I, yeah. I bought yeah. at launch that launched yeah knack is a, knack sold better than than Super Mario 3d world like that game sold incredibly well it's very sad yeah <laughs> but uh I think people get caught up in the hype and that's where you'll be like well I, I bought this thing for 400 bucks I got to do something with it here's rigs. here's this here's that mm-hmm. um, the big Absent one, obviously, was No Man's Sky, and I think a big part of that, obviously, I mean, it's, it feels like all but confirmed at this point, but um, I think the big part of that is that they probably don't want to undercut the launch sales of that game, because it will be coming out. So, you know. Does it it feel all but confirmed
3: though? Like Like, that's the thing, like, we all think it's all but confirmed, but like actual Sean Murray quotes, like
2: I don't think they've really they've, really? Uh, they've never yeah. really I mean, talked about it. About too much. He's always yeah. talked about how it was like a, it's this is a childhood dream of right. his. but I legitimately think they are 100% focused on getting this game finished out the door yep. and then, you then know, they'll start uh, supporting, with supporting with it them. afterwards. A really, yes, a really I
0: interesting thing, and I, I ran this by Brian, if at E3 they want to come out and everyone, mm. they know that everyone's waiting for No Man's Sky and they know that VR is a thing that people are talking about, but you know, what are they going to do? They've told the price point. If they were like Pre-order of a uh, PlayStation VR today and you will get No Man's Sky when it comes out next week free, which has VR support coming sometime in the future. Right. Yeah. Like That's that would be one of those things that people get so excited for. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean that would be such a smart yeah. thing because yeah, that'd you, get, be huge. you get something you get something now. You get something in your hand, you know, that week or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um I don't know. It's uh it's interesting. I'm also really curious about how it works. Like, does it do anything if you don't have the camera set up? Like... If you put it on, does it just? It work? It said to- it
2: requires it. Okay. Yeah. So that's yeah.
0: that's really interesting. That if you just it doesn't even function. I no. Mean, if, if it doesn't even function. For like, yeah. I mean, we don't. Do we? Do we know that like 100 percent for sure I that
3: mean, it doesn't function, know, function? Like, I don't sure. know what the idea um, of function is. But yeah. Let me get you. I'll exactly. Well, so we, yeah. we can, we cause can cause talk while also, you're pulling
4: that up. But I think one of the one of the big things they talked about yesterday, you're probably about to get into, was how it supports all PS4 games in this sort of like theater mode, yeah. and yeah. And the theater mode option, which is basically like I could play Uncharted 4 with PSVR this fall. yeah. Uh, what that really means is I can pretend I'm playing Uncharted 4 on a massive projection screen inside of mm-hmm. a room where I can kind of look left and right to the sides of the screen. But it's not going to give me like a 360 or even 180 perspective inside the game itself. Yeah. It's simulating a theater experience, yeah. which is... Probably not going to be as good resolution as the TV you have no, in, your, in your apartment right now. But, but if you don't have, if you have a very small TV, then, then that's great. Somebody else using the TV, yep. then you yep. get a then cool hat yeah. Then that's uh, uh, But that means that on the very, on the very most simple basis of looking left and right, you will need head tracking. So mm-hmm. you will need the mm-hmm. camera for that. So yeah. I think even in the most rudimentary ways of, of uh, extrapolating what you can do with this mm-hmm. thing, you're going to need to move your head left and right. So on, the, on the, c- the cinematic mode, I, I've been talking about this for
0: a while. I think that it's one of those things that people are underestimating how much it's going to be. Popular for for VR, I think that if you've used the Netflix app that comes with the um, the Samsung Gear, mm-hmm. it's kind of stunning because it's like, I mean, it's one. I, I hate watching videos on my phone because it's like it's it's small. It's sort of like it, it's hard to hear it unless I have headphones in, and even then, it's kind of disorienting. But to have like this fake living room where I'm just like, all right, yeah, I'm just gonna <clears throat> hold my head like I normally do. I don't usually look down to watch stuff. Yeah, um, I think this could be really this could be really huge. It's also it's an odd product in the sense that remember that um, that PlayStation TV that allowed like uh, basically like the 3D split screen thing mm-hmm. where mm-hmm. two yep. people could play a game um, it feels kind of like that in a, in a weird way like cuz I feel like most of the people who are going to be getting this are people who have a living room setup you know have like a they have a a normal TV and all that but I keep thinking of like the dorm room setup or like the small apartment setup and maybe you don't have that room for a big TV and you're like you know what here's my new display like right. here's my I mean now I have my PS4 tucked under my bed and also, I've got yeah. my
2: Also you legitimately don't need a TV anymore. You can take your PS4 and your uh PSVR with you on the road, and just plug it in any outlet and Well, yeah. could you without the camera?
3: Well, like that's, you, can that's, plug the, you can plug the camera so in. You don't need the camera
2: with the TV. Interesting. But you like, legitimately I legitimately don't, don't like Adam boys told me you don't need the TV anymore.
3: Yeah. That's um, interesting because, like, so let's say you're on a plane, you want to plug your PS4 into the power supply and have PSVR on yeah, you to put watch the, it. Yeah,
2: you put the cool camera on the seat in front of you so the man doesn't knock it over with his I mean, it reminds right. me yeah, of, like, yeah, G-
3: exactly. that's like, that's where I'm confused about, like, what that looks like. Like, uh... looks like a disaster. That's,
4: <laughs> that's what it looks like. <laughs> a friend of the show, Nick Robinson, who uh, works at Polygon, was uh, doing... He he brought his Wii U on the plane and was having mm-hmm. the flight attendants help him make a Mario Maker level. Because that's the thing you can do. And that's, like, that's what... This is sort of interesting to me because I, I, understand, I understand the need for that, especially Especially if you have roommates or if you're in a dorm, especially. But like, when I was in college, I didn't have nine hundred dollars to spend on toys like this. Sure. I just didn't. Um, it's not. It wasn't really an option. It's also. I think that the viewing trends of human beings in general are moving more towards that kind of second screen experience thing, multitasking. Like PSVR is still in a very sort of like honed in, isolated on one screen experience. Whereas like I know when I got my Wii U or my Vita or my 3DS. One of my favorite things to do was to marathon through a TV show while I was down here playing a video game. Yeah. You know, and I think that's like that's the sort of multitasking that you're not gonna. This that VR is completely moving mm-hmm. away from in a lot of ways. Mm-hmm. So while I do see the merits of that, it's also like kind of the opposite of the way people are are interacting with things now. That's a really good and point. I yeah. just I hate the idea so
3: much of sitting and watching playing a game or watching a movie in my apartment, and I get a text, and I have to unstrap this thing from my face to look at my phone well, respond to I, it's it it's very really disoriented, disoriented. Dude, you it don't back like that
0: you don't like the idea of having a situation where you're not interrupted by a text
3: like because I'm go- I mean no, dude like, Max, that's, I'm gonna is, be interrupted by a text dude, I would, turn, I would your, f-
0: turn your phone off like enjoy something in it like that's the thing is the second screen experience is one dude, thing so I, gr- I agree sh- the stop, idea. It. Stop, <laughs> it. stop it stop it you are glued to your phone anyway
3: which is part of your job and that's great but like I'm not, dude, I'm not talking about not taking an hour-long break from my phone, obviously. Yeah, it's great to watch something and be immersed. Also, I have a life, and human beings are going to contact me, and I'm not going to yeah, say. i what if your life oh, was I'm so immersed in uncharted four multiplayer the that I'm not answering? No, I mean, I just it's getting up and in going to the bathroom. It's, it's someone knocking on your door. It's any yeah, under you know, the The earth. text
4: it's, is a metaphor in this scenario. The exactly, text, the text is also a a dog. Uh, exactly, or a kid it is your roommate or, asking or, uh, you a question. Yeah, it is it is any, it any of
3: the <laughs> it is you any don't of the dog or a kid right, yeah. or a roommate. You're hilarious. it's the 500 situations where having something. Literally strapped to your head that you have to remove to take a break is like super disruptive.
2: I mean, no it's, no, like, I mean wanna, this no, it's not. I played with this yesterday. It takes PSVR of any of the headsets takes yeah. literally three there's seconds. There is off. a button underneath is, that you can slide to forward and you it is look the down. Easy, it is of the Vive and the Oculus. It is the only one I could put on by myself within five seconds. I, I will for it to be. I, I will say
4: regardless of, of comfort of the headset level, the the sort of like. Dipping in and out of that world to me is the the tiniest bit disorienting. Like we played um, Werewolf Within for an hour and a half on Friday afternoon, and the few times I took the headset off and went back in, like it it felt like when you get out of a pool oh, yeah. and then yeah. you jump back in. It's like, well, there's a there's a few minutes of like, okay, I'm not in the pool anymore, and like, that's the thing that throws me off every
3: time. It's it's and and with Vive, like yes, totally. Vive is like more it's more complicated to take off than Mm -hmm. PSVR is but it's like when I was playing the Portal demo and Mitch asked me a question and I pulled myself out of Vive for a second to to answer him and then I put it back on and it like I legitimately, like, my brain was so confused. Like, it mm-hmm. took, like, 30 seconds for me yeah. to catch up of, like, <clears throat> pulling myself out and getting back in. And, like,
4: yeah, this, like honestly, like, like, like. We're all focusing on the $60 camera thing. I think there are far bigger uh, sort of questions at play here. Like, <coughs> IGN yesterday tweeted. And IGN has, I don't even know how many millions of Twitter followers. They tweeted out, like, are you, are you excited for, for, for VR? Mm-hmm. And it was the, the responses were exactly split. It was 50-50. Half the people, yes. Half the people, no. Yeah. And <clears throat> some people, obviously, like, price is a factor. Uh, other people are, are probably just trying to figure out which one. Like, the the big thing about this PSVR, it's cheaper than the rest of them. But, like, a crappier car is cheaper than a good car, too. Like, the Oculus is incredibly expensive, but scaled in comparison to... And you guys, you were talking about this yesterday, right? Like, this the PSVR is the price of, of a PS4. Mm. The Oculus is... Half the price of a really, really good PC. Um, it's also <clears throat> far more powerful. So yeah, like you're getting in on the entry level of this thing, but it's not as strong as the competition, which is going to be a little uh, daunting, especially coming from PS4 owners who have kind of had, not including PC, the best performing multi-platform games across this most of this generation. You know, so yep. you are taking a step backwards with that. But yeah, there's a lot of there's a lot of things at play. I was. Um, I was talking in the podcast Beyond Group about how like my issue with this thing is the the sort of like the social ideology of sitting on a couch next to somebody I'm completely ignoring mm-hmm. in a one bedroom apartment like that I married somebody uh, and there was uh, there was uh, this guy Anthony in there who had just gotten married like five days before and he's like this is gonna be a tough sell and it was kind of like well I mean have this conversation early because you just got married now so it's, it's sort of like you know prison rules or yeah. whatever the but uh, I think that like a lot of people who have kids who have pets like it's going to sort of be a thing and yeah you can wait for everybody to go to sleep and stuff like that but there's there's a lot more at play here than just price and specs like this is a this is a cultural this is a cultural conversation now, now here's a,
0: another point to that of the people who were you know polled the thousands of people on on Twitter who were responding to this question about yeah. like are you excited for VR or whatever how many of them have done it? I think that's another question entirely. I think that this is something you really do have to experience. Sure, yourself. I mean, of course. Yeah. A lot of people have it's that. It's a hard thing to demo. I mean, yeah. you know, you have that image of, of the dude in Hackers, like, with the thing on his face, yeah. or the Johnny Mnemonic trailer. Like, this, this stuff that is, you know, 25 years out of date. Uh and I think that it's going to change a lot of people's minds when they actually try it out for mm-hmm. themselves.
4: When they go down to the mall and get their own head lice, exactly. Yeah, <laughs> when you get a
0: nice staff infection yeah. from that cool spongy thing. And that, that which is the thing. gross
4: thing about all this, right? Is like we're demoing these games and everyone's it's putting hand sanitizer down. on their there's faces. There's also
0: there's also like the sour grapes aspect. You know? Yeah, I mean, it, the fact mm-hmm. is, this is an incredibly expensive luxury item. This is a this is an expensive device, yeah. and I think there is that habit of people, especially on the internet, where your opinion is basically currency of. Mm-hmm. Here's what I think about this. Here's how I react to this. I think a lot of people are like, on some level, they're like, I want this, but I don't want to be like... It's easier to be like I don't want this than to be like I want this and I can't have this,
4: you know. Yeah. And we see this yeah. a
0: lot. We see this. This is it's why people. There's also get...
4: fanboyism at play. Sure. I mean, we tweeted the question immediately after the PSVR thing, so it's assumed that that's what we're talking about yeah. entirely. And you know, if you're a Nintendo guy or an Xbox guy, you're probably looking at it being like, no, I'm not interested in that. And that's oh, right, so right. fun, I mean, I mean, it's it's funny. It's funny for for new tech because, like, for
3: for VR, like it's it's that rising tide lifts all boats things. Like, it's like if you like VR, it's so funny to be weirdly like like, rejecting certain manufacturers or whatever, because, like, now is the time where it's, like, buying PSVR is good for Oculus. I mean, if you
4: like games... You should just be happy that people are making them. But yeah. instead, yeah. we've been sure. like, I I, yeah. I I had a hey. I had to raise my textbook in second grade to block a milk carton that got thrown across the room because my friend said that Sega Genesis sucked. <laughs> like, this has been a war forever. And yeah. I, I love hey, your utopia hey. <laughs> where it all goes away. Maybe, but.
0: maybe in this, new, this brave new world of crazy expensive hats that you put on your face, from yeah. the cheaper $20 Google Cardboards to the $6,000... Vive rooms that you get big <laughs> spheres full of weird the the cerebros, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just like can we really all, want can that. we just can we just be like you know what. If we're putting something on your face to see something else, maybe maybe we're all on the same side here. Like Maybe, like, mm-hmm. net, let's not make a console so, war out of this. Like, please, yeah. Yeah. just okay. everybody. Just so,
2: it's going to be, though. I, mean, I like- know. We're 22 minutes in the episode, uh, and we've talked about three games. Yeah. Which is, we could talk about price problem. all we want. Yeah. We could talk about what the future of uh, this technology is. We could talk about what this means for society as a whole. We could talk about what this means for for. Anthony's marriage. Can I talk about uh, a game? But the fact is, what are these games? So yeah, we played a I bunch of games. games. Yes, I, I, I want about, to talk about games. First game I played, I saw it. It's called
0: Gary the Gull. So I went up <laughs> and I said, What's this game? They said, It's not a game, which is really weird to have someone tell you what at an event that's a that PlayStation. A You're going to hear that yeah, a lot right. yeah. Yeah. It's an interactive movie. And I was like, All right. Uh, and I hopped in there, and he's, these guys are like former Bungie, former uh, Pixar. And basically, and it's it's big incredibly charming. Uh, you, you sit down. And you're sitting on a beach and you look around and there's palm trees and there's lovely like kind of, you know, Hawaiian guitar music playing or whatever. And this seagull shows up and you're kind of like there's a drawing in the sand of like a sun and he starts asking you about what your thoughts are on art. And you can, like, you can nod yes or shake your head no or just not react. I don't like it. Yeah. Uh, not a fan of the arts. And so this guy starts, you know, smooth-talking you. Gary and the, the goal is, here. They, they told me that there is, uh, normally there's voice recognition. So you yeah. can actually, like, you can, you know, talk to this awful bird.
4: Are you holding a controller or anything uh, like that? No controller. So it's all... It's all head. That's
0: great. That's um, really cool. Yeah, nothing but head. Uh, <laughs> um, but, like, basically you, uh, you're... You're, it's a it's a choose your own adventure just with yes or no questions. Well, that's um, really cool. And apparently there are there are branching st- stories or whatever, but it's or th- I think there, there are, but they weren't showing them for this demo. I mean, it's it's one of those things that's still kind of this is very very s- slice of demo, you <laughs> know, vertical slice kind of thing. Um, and basically, the 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 gull is trying to trick you into looking away from your cooler so that he can go in there, and he'll be like, "Hey, there's a unicorn over there! Oh my god, look at that unicorn! Look at it!" And if you look over. Then you look back, and he's like rooting around your cooler, and he hops out. And he's like, "Ah, your cooler tried to eat me! Get, get that! Get me out of here!" So they made
4: so they made a, an experience based on that thing you do in like third grade. where You're like, "Hey, look over there, Superman!" You take someone's French fries. <laughs> yeah, it's, <laughs> it's like a made, it's made
0: you look the interactive yeah. movie. See, I feel yeah. like I
4: would have I would have totally I would I think I would have loved a game like Firewatch a lot more if it was just truncated down to an experience like this, where a lot of the movement was handled for mm-hmm. me, but decisions were based on vo- uh, like my own perception, looking left and right, like nodding to to menus. And then, like, clicking through. Dialogue. Yeah, or whatever it is, like talking itself. I mean, that's why I really liked what we did in the Werewolf Within because there was there was a vocal aspect to that, mm-hmm. which I actually didn't really think was part of VR and a social aspect. As yeah, well.
2: yeah. I, I, I haven't associated VR with something that eight people can play.
4: Yeah,
3: and it's yeah. sort like that. It's funny because like I, like I super roll my eyes the word experience, but also I like the idea that people are thinking outside the box with this. Mm-hmm. Like I think Werewolf Within is a really Werewolves Within. Werewolves. is a really cool um, example of like. It never occurred to me what a good idea of VR, like, essentially tabletop game is, or like just sitting around with your friends. And, like, that works so much better than – I think a lot of the early VR demos were like, you can ride a roller coaster, you can, like, play an FPS or whatever, but it's like – that's not really the value of what VR can be. Well, the, yeah. the the
4: the presentation we were in for this game started with this dystopian, you know, stock photo of a guy in this like decrepit one bedroom apartment that's falling apart around him. There's always those pictures like of like a guy. T- there's that meme going around of like a guy takes off a VR helmet and like his house is burned down. Yeah, and yeah It's yeah. gone. Or there's a, there's that like clawing at his own skin, corn album cover looking thing of a guy sitting in a corner with a headset on, just like uh. And the picture on the sides like he's kissing someone. It's really sad. Yeah. So I like the idea of it being social. That being said, uh, it reminds me a lot of when four of my friends wanted to play Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles, and we all needed Game Boy Advances and Link Cables, and that got into the hundred couple, couple hundred yeah. dollar territory. This is like, I mean, to, to do an eight-player VR game, you're looking at like $6,000 for this stuff. Yeah. So, yeah, but, I mean, if we all want to play PS4 online,
0: that's yeah. that's four, And we have them already. Yeah, exactly. And there yeah. it is. Um, yeah. Same deal. I think that w- we played it in a totally... Like not ideal situation because we're all in the same room. Yeah, Uh, we're picking up each other's audio. Uh, I mean, it's you know if you've never played it, it's like Mafia or sort of Werewolf Heads Up Seven Up or whatever Werewolf. But basically, you know, you're trying to guess who's the Werewolf, and everyone kind of. uh, It's kind of hilarious to see such an expensive solution to a game that you can play with literally scraps of paper, yeah, Yeah, with napkins Um, and a pen, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Um, But it's, uh, I think that it's it's an entirely different thing just on on a social level because people like. People do like to Skype. People like yep. to talk on the phone. Like people, it, as far as it being an Nobody isolating talks thing. Nobody talk on the phone anymore. <laughs> some people talk on the phone or really? Skype or Google Hangouts yeah. or whatever. But the fact is, like when you do that, you're not exactly being like you're not including people around you necessarily yeah. either. I mean, when people put on a, a headset to, to you know to chat online or whatever, that's also kind of isolating. Yeah, you know, yeah. if you're I mean, sitting there playing a game and you're talking to your friend in, in another country. Yeah. And we one thing that I think that we're kind of overlooking is that there is. Uh, I don't know what what game this will be or what experience this will be that that really grabs onto this. But to have something that's like even just a lobby...
2: Just I mean, like that's a, what the, the opening yeah. of those games were that we yeah. were all sitting around a campfire and Alana was playing with us. And she said afterwards, like, I could use this to hang out with my friends back in Australia. Yeah. yeah. Like literally as a yeah, I guess we're playing a game on the side. But like, this we, is we, how I could catch up with six people at the same time. Six of yeah. us were
4: sitting in a circle around a campfire in one setting. And the next setting we were sitting around what looked like that uh, that hole from Game of Thrones, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> which was kind of terrifying. But it had a really interesting there were interesting social aspects to it. Like you can stand up in real life and when you stand up in real life your character in the game stands up and he's like hey I have something to say Uh, I'm definitely not the werewolf because this and it's just really funny to be like and everyone in the room's like sit down shut up and uh, there was a part where there's a thing you can do there's a mechanic in the game where you can lean to the side and like if Marty's sitting next to me in the game I can lean over and be like hey so uh, I really think Max is a werewolf, and you see the two characters zoom into each other and they're whispering, and no one else can hear their yeah. conversation and At one point, Alana's to my left and I 'm sitting here, and her and I both lean into each other to whisper to different people in the game. <laughs> so for anybody looking in, it looks like these two people are whispering to each other, but we 're talking to completely different people. Yeah. We're worried we're going to bump into each other's heads. Like, yeah. I actually thought it was aside from like the the vo- our voices cutting out each other. I thought it was a really fun thing to do with all of us in the same room with each mm-hmm. other. I actually don't know if it would be as fun if you remove that setting. But so, the weird thing is,
3: almost no one will play it the way you guys did. No, exactly. exactly. Yeah. Oh, no. Yeah. I
4: think it is way more interesting
0: as a, a possible like chat client, mm-hmm. a, a virtual reality chat room, than I do mm-hmm. as a as a game. I yeah. think the werewolf element is almost like kind of irrelevant. Really, yeah. I'm almost yeah. bummed
3: so, that it's a it's a called Werewolves Within, like I almost would like the idea of this being like a thing where they can keep adding, like basically have it be a hub and you can yeah. add minigames and stuff yeah, to it. Yeah. yeah,
0: I mean, like you guys ever go on like Google Hangouts and you can like yeah. add hats and like mm-hmm. mustaches yeah. and yeah, stuff? Yeah. You or You and I do it every that, month. Yeah. Or there's that stupid like, I mean, those, those goofy things people put on like on Instagram where it's like, oh, your face is a rabbit. Like that whole of, that whole like, a, like, you know, avatar creation, like the, I mean, so the one you thing know, we started doing was home the kind of stuff.
4: the, uh, yeah. the D pad has different sort of emotes, and one of yeah. them's pointing, and one of them's like a uh, put your arms in the air. And we did a wave, yeah, like yeah. six people in a row were just like Whoa! with their <laughs> arms in the air. We did a wave around the room, and it was like this is so dumb. We could do this for free with our friends, but we never would mm-hmm. because yeah. we're here in this like weird uh, haunted medieval setting. Mm-hmm. You look in the background; there's tombstones and ghosts. There's like a swing with like a fake duck on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's like uh, ice ice wolves and stuff like that. Like it's just like. Yeah, we can do this in real life, but yeah. we can't sit in this
2: place together. Yeah. like we're in a we're in a virtual I mean, space,
4: so, hanging out as friends.
2: It's so, very weird. So for everyone terrified of the fact that all we're talking about are things that seem like they have the most minimal interactivity ever, <laughs> uh, I played a, uh, literally 15 hours of VR in the last two days, which was very weird. And I'll talk about. And it you're almost study. completely blind now. I it's, I feel very strange. are doing a good clap either. for me outside. Um, yeah. uh, but I played games that did have uh, like stricter mechanics and rules and mm-hmm. and sort of uh, creativity. Uh, Eagle Flight, which was a game that's also a Ubisoft game, which I think they revealed last year. It's that, it's that same dream sequence from uh, from the Assassin's Creed 3 or the bird sequence from Far I mean, Cry Primal. sort of. Yeah, <laughs> honestly, they're like taking the same thing. Uh, you are uh, you're an eagle yes, flying yeah. around, uh, sort of not post apocalyptic Paris, but it's post human Paris. So all the humans are gone, and there's just like animals roaming the streets. Thousands of birds, uh, there's so many birds. Uh, but you're an eagle, and you're using. Uh, you're using your head. I played on Oculus, but it's coming to, to PSVR as well. And you're using your head to control. So you're, you're you know you look up, you look down to control your pitch, and then you sort of tilt your head to the side to to control just the way your your birds do sort you, of moving do in you the flap air. Your arms? You don't flap your arms at all. Do you, pretty, feel, will you feel compelled miss. to flap your arms? I, uh, I, you will not will. I was playing against Palmer Lucky, so I felt weird to flap my arms in front of a billionaire. Uh, but I beat him. He the, That's actually so a different VR game. Just yeah. flap your arms in front of a building simulator. <laughs> simulator. Um, on, iOS cl- and Android. What was it? Cliff jumper? <laughs> uh, yeah, but it was actually like, honestly, the sensation of uh, flying through Paris in. VR with like, you know, just just swooping in and out of arches and through mm-hmm. parks yep. and sort of like you know just narrowly avoiding crashing into bridges. Like that's, it felt really cool. And that's it felt thrilling. so intuitive. Yeah, and it was one of those things. I was worried. I was like, God, am I going to get nauseous from this? And absolutely not. Like it was interesting. It was incredibly natural.
0: Oddly enough, I played a game. Uh, I played a game that I've already played, uh, but it wasn't VR before. It's called Nog. Mm-hmm. Um, it's a weird little puzzle game that I saw at. Uh, at E3 last yeah, year. Double Fine's producing it. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, or Interesting. publishing it. Yeah. Um, it, is, uh, it reminds me a lot of uh, Hohokum, mm-hmm. except it's centered around these weird heads. Like, Nog is sort of like Noggin, you know? So you've got these, these big kind of colorful heads and you like you kind of feel around and you you interact with different parts of them. like you'll like pull on an ear or something or and then this like panel will appear and you basically can flip the head around and there's like a little diorama and there's like a house full of you know these colorful little people and basically there's this kind of like it's it's somewhere between like a a puzzle game and a pop-up book and like maybe a music box yeah Yeah. it's not really it's not really gamey you're just kind of interacting with stuff until something happens um Oddly enough, that is the game that has made me the most dizzy on PSVR of anything I've played. Yeah, of including like a high speed car chase, uh, you know, just it's bizarre because it has these like very psychedelic kind of like just you know kind of segues between sequences where Mm just it just rushes at you and it's like a you know after dark screensaver on crack and like I I didn't dislike it like it didn't make me queasy but it gave me butterflies Mm -hmm. which was really fun. you know like I really enjoy that like I was like I was like ooh (laughs) little bit of like a like a a giggly sensation
4: well I'll have that feeling in like in 3D platformers or like some Assassin's Creed games when you're right at the top and you're on that eagle's nest perch thing and you're looking down I I start getting like little pins and needles in my fingers Mm -hmm. and my feet and I'm just like Oh man, am I like a little bit afraid of heights? Like, there's yeah. that sort of that thrill to that, and I mean, then n- and then also knowing that it's not real and that there's yeah. no actual ramifications to you falling and that you'll probably land in hay. Eagle flight sounds like an entire game based around
0: jumping off into haystacks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. which is just ah, like yeah. it's just so much. Oh my god, there's so much thrumming. Right. Yeah. Like, it.
3: really? Yeah. Did, did you do um, that's great. Uh, thumper? Because thumper's yeah. a game. Like, I I really like thumper, just playing it at E3 or whatever, but uh, or packs. But I'm curious to see what that would be in VR. Like, yeah, how so was that?
2: Thumper's a little bit. Uh, it's a little bit like. Amplitude and frequency. Uh you're sort of uh, it's just really like electro, sort of techno, uh very colorful, surreal thing that uh, the screen as things are constantly rushing towards you and you're sort of moving along a path trying to uh hit nodes on a beat. And it it, it plays exactly sort of how you would imagine a thing like that would play, uh in two D. But in three D it was between that and Res, which I played at PSX, um, some of the sort of craziest when I took it off after five minutes I was like oh I forgot I'm in a room in San Francisco surrounded by colleagues in the industry. Yep. Yeah. Like it was the thing where like any good puzzle game where you sort of, if you play Super Hexagon for a long time, if you really get into like Rock Band or Guitar Hero where you're so immersed in just the single yeah. path, this small image, and then you look away from that path and you almost see it. Yeah, like you like look elsewhere. at a wall and you and see it the it almost looks moving. like the nodes are yeah, moving. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It, was,
4: it was like, what was it? Like
2: Tetrisitis in the 80s yeah. or whatever. Yeah, yeah, where yeah, it's totally. just like yep. you carry it into the real world and all of a sudden you're fitting things together. Yeah. Like, I mean, that's what people were like, Andrew was talking about that with The witness. When he was playing it yeah. so much, oh, like yeah. walking like downtown San Francisco and looking at buildings and being like, "We can chase I can snakes." Draw the- yeah. So yeah. I draw a line. You see a uh, maximum overdrive?
0: Yeah, is yeah. that part of <laughs> the guys in the arcade? And he's like stealing all the cigarettes because yep. the machine's just barfing him out. And then he sees his arcade game, and he's like. Your mama, and then it electrocutes yeah. him. Yeah, <laughs> seriously. Because he's like hypnotized by it. Yeah. I don't know. That just made me think of that for some reason.
2: Um, um, I also got to play uh, Golem a little bit. Uh, yeah, what's yesterday? up with Golem? Like, I mean, that's the. If, if people want the, like, I want a real game, you know, mm-hmm. quote unquote, whatever the, it, the hell I'm that means. Vibes of rise from it, kind of. Yeah, I mean, a little like bit. Uh, in terms of it. Rise the middle, Xbox One launch. Yeah. Game, you know? yeah, yeah. Like, for better. Or like when they
0: first were talking about that, and they were like, yeah, it's a Kinect game where you fight with the their hands or whatever. Right, and you're like, right. "I don't." it just. Like, Golem, it's weird. It looks, it's kind of, it's not ugly, but it is, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. Like, and I've I realized that all the games I've enjoyed in VR are, like, incredibly colorful and, like, or abstract yeah. or just, like. Not
2: going for realism whatsoever. Or just beautiful. Mm-hmm.
0: And I think that there needs, to, like, it's, it's kind of odd because, like, I'm, I'm super down to play, like, a gross, violent, like, gritty, stupid, in-your-face kind of game. Mm-hmm. But I have zero compulsion to play that in VR. Yeah, like I don't want to go there, you know. Like I want to be someplace nice. Like I'm totally happy sitting on a beach and talking to a seagull, or like looking at these weird abstract, b- colorful heads, or being yeah. an eagle flying around. Yeah. Well, I mean, there's that was- I
4: mean, I think there's like that sort of positive escapism that I think a lot of people would look for in an experience like that. And it's also the fact that like this thing is not the most specked out uh, kit in the world, and going for realism all the time might not be the best opportunity here. I think going for sort of that. Flatter, colorful, more cell shaded look is going to a make a more positive escapism experience, and b uh, play up to the specs of this thing better. Like you're not, I don't think you're going to be able to run, you know, GTA Five PC at, at max settings type of type of thing on this. You Which know? is so. Uh,
2: so it's super interesting that you bring that up because uh, I, I I played a lot of Vive and Oculus and PSVR this week, uh, and I purposefully uh, played a s- job simulator on all three we oh, job simulator on vive here in the office and then mm-hmm. on monday i played it at the oculus event and then yesterday i played it uh on psvr to see like hey i've run through this exact same five minute demo on three different things uh how does it pan out and Did you play it with the touch controllers in oculus or? uh yes i played it touch on everything mm-hmm. um and uh so psvr i could say uh the headset is the most comfortable uh of the three, especially for someone with glasses, uh, I'm super blind without my glasses, and so I have to wear them in the mm-hmm. thing. Uh, I could I could finagle an Oculus or a Vive to sort of make it semi comfortable, but you, it never felt actually comfortable. Did you feel with the
4: Oculus that like it would? sort of shift a little bit during during sessions or like you would so I, I found with Werewolf Within that we played on Oculus, right? Yeah, yeah. Um I was I was constantly sort of like I locked in and it was good and then like a half an hour would go by and I noticed there was like this sort of like window frame of stuff that was a little blurry outside of the picture mm-hmm. to me. Um, and my my vision's pretty much perfect. Uh, they there was a, a part where you can you pull up a book. To, to read the rules of, like, oh, so you're a villager, this is what you can do. You're a werewolf, this is what you can do. You're an overseer, blah, blah, blah. Um, so that book uh, was highly focused for me at some points, and then others wasn't. Sure. So I found myself, like, fidgeting with it a little more yeah. than I wanted to. Um, it's the same way I feel sort of when I, when I go to see a 3D movie, and I'm like, I put on the glasses, and then, like, halfway through, I'm like, oh, this it feels yeah. a little, like, vaseline on the outside here, mm-hmm. and I so, adjust it a little bit.
2: Uh, so uh, the Vive and the Oculus, are they they it has a... Uh, higher total resolution than uh, PSVR does because it's two separate lenses, two separate screens. Uh, PSVR is a single screen. It's one screen in front of your eyes, uh, which I really liked. uh, As someone who has very terrible eyes, I liked the fact that it was just one screen. It almost, even though it doesn't have a it is a smaller total screen than the two uh the two on the other ones combined, it felt bigger to me. It almost felt like you were looking at a screen in a movie theater. Oh, weird. And, the, yeah, the resolution definitely wasn't as good. Like, I played that- Job Simulator, and it looked a little bit fuzzy compared to my mm-hmm. the fuzziness Oculus. is that, like, a lot of people have been describing that fuzziness as the screen door
4: effect, which is basically it looks like you're looking through a very thin mesh towards yeah. the world that you're staring yeah. at, rather uh, than something like Oculus, which I, I found, like... In- incredibly like the clarity on that is, is, is pretty crazy. Is, yeah. it's, it's it's incredible. Yeah. And it's actually like I remember the the earlier versions of Oculus were very disorienting. I tried oh, yeah. like a version where you could walk around the Millennium Falcon. And a lot of that is just like it it was sort of like a, a tech demo thing. It wasn't mm-hmm. completely optimized. Yeah. But I think that like playing Werewolf Within with the Oculus was I completely lost that screen door effect. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was I was kind of breaking with the sort of clarity on the on mm-hmm. the window frames of it, but it was at no point did I feel
2: like I was looking through a a mesh into a backyard or something like that. And that sort of does exist uh, in PSVR. It's not a deal-breaker in any way. It just almost feels like if you... Own a movie on DVD instead of Blu-ray, and you put it on mm-hmm. in the first couple of seconds. You you're can, like, ah, oh, dang! Like this is you on. can see the graphics. Yeah, yeah. you can like, see the graphics, but then it's like
0: playing on 720p versus or watching Netflix yeah, on on the Wii. Yeah, you, but like yeah. the second, I
2: wouldn't go that far. the <laughs> second something, <laughs> if something is good and you're immersed in it, you stop caring. It very doesn't quickly. matter <laughs> after like five yeah, yeah. minutes. Um, very yeah. quickly, and we're not fully.
4: like we're not the. Like that's the thing. Like, I didn't. I didn't get into this industry because I'm a graphic snob. Mm-hmm. I really didn't. Like, I like I. I side with a lot of you guys in that art direction is mm-hmm. far more important to me than graphic f- fidelity. That being said, uh, like this this entire experience is to simulate the immersion of being in a mm-hmm. world you're not, and you know, seeing the sort of the strings behind the the puppet show a little bit yeah. can can break it to mm-hmm. it yeah. to an extent.
0: Um, <laughs> um, I played a game actually. When I was just looking it up on my phone. It's called Wayward Sky, mm-hmm. uh, okay. which is I think. Uh, I think it's the first third-person game I've played, if, if I'm, unless I'm crazy. Um, but basically, it's a it's a point and point and look adventure, pretty much. Like you, uh, you move around in, in two ways. You you are in a kind of a third-person view, and you you have like you have the the controllers or the, the motion controllers to. Um, to just kind of point yourself, it's like it's like pointing a laser pointer for a cat, and you've got this. You're playing as this girl, and you walk around in this in this beautiful area, and it's it's sort of vaguely isometric, unless you move your head, and then you're mm-hmm. looking at stuff from different angles. Uh, and then when you interact with smaller stuff, like you would in, I mean, it, it's like an old, you know, like an old Lucasfilm or uh, Lucasarts game, where like if you you're like go look at this, and you like see a closer thing, and there's like a puzzle, um, you interact with it. Like you 're in first person, yeah and I thought it was like a that. really cool yeah. way of, of solving it, like to the point where uh, you know there's a little bit of a puzzle where I had to get past these robots that were walking around, and then I had to get to this um like a, a cable car elevator type thing, and once I got in the elevator, it was like yeah you you can start like you can see it from that view and you're looking yeah. you're looking around this level you're just seeing from a different perspective and I talked to the guy about it, and he was saying that one of his issues is he does get really queasy playing these games. But he wanted to make one anyway. Yeah, you know? yeah. I love that. Uh, sure, and it's really the movement that kind of I think that that'll make people more disoriented than. And aren't. that's
4: exactly it, right now. If you look back at something like the Vita, um, the the strongest, the, the best the best experiences on the Vita are the ones that played to the strengths and weaknesses of that of that of that platform, yes. right? Because they think were built from the ground up, and yeah. they were and meant it, for it's it. It's the kind yeah. of people that were just like we're ma- like something like Tearaway, right? Mm-hmm. Which is just sort of like. It's adorable, and it's idyllic, and you're sitting there and playing it. You're inter- inter- interacting with the camera and the back touch and stuff like that. And it's all coming together, and it's working. Um, I think that like when we heard about the Star Wars thing for this, like a lot of people immediately jump to Battlefront. it's like, well, that no, that's a fast-paced arcade shooter. That's not going to work for this. But something that will work will be the single-player mission stuff, like the uh, speeder bike sequences, mm-hmm. right? Where you're on one, and it's on autopilot, and you can speed it up and slow it down and look left and right. And you can crash into a tree, and when you do, it's horrible. But... It's built from the ground up for this experience rather than saying, like, port everything to it, you know? And I think that's yeah. where this thing – where all these things are really going to shine. Yeah. I'm wearing well, where where fighter yeah. squadron because yeah.
0: I'll hop in a fighter squadron and I'll try to play in first person. And it's just, like, it's too crazy. It's but too if crazy. I had yeah. head, head tracking going on, I would probably barf but enjoy it. Mm-hmm. I like,
4: think the
3: thing that will make <clears throat> VR hit, like, it's the thing that will make it successful – is if someone nails that from the ground up thing, like like if Tearaway had broken through and sold ten million copies, right. like that's the thing that like everyone would want to make games for Vita yes. because it proves it, you know. Yeah. And I think. For me, there are all these awesome tech demos that get it, and they get what works for VR. Someone just needs to make a game. Yes, you know, someone like, and there yeah. will be a dev who figures that out. But it just they yeah. have to figure
4: out how to make that the something kill, I want the to play for yeah, hours. I say, right? Yeah, like exactly. the one that that makes you go, this this validates this this platform's entire totally. existence. Yeah. You know, yep. and I think yeah. a lot of people, a lot a lot of things struggle with that. If you look at the PlayStation Move, it never truly resonated because it didn't really have that. Um, I think like, the Wii reached a lot of people with its bowling game and stuff like that. But you look at something like the Wii U, it never. Really did. Like, Mm -hmm. three years into the console's life cycle, they're like, oh, you can make a Mario Maker level with a touchscreen. You're like, oh, that's smart. Like, Mm -hmm. even if you look at the 3DS, it's moved away from the touchscreen stuff. A lot of iPhone games have kind of moved away from heavy swiping and stuff like that, uh, and they've kind of narrowed down to being more core experiences. So I think we're going to get a lot of gimmicky garbage at the beginning of this thing, and then eventually we're going to get the the two or three pieces of software that just absolutely validate why it exists.
2: Uh, Absolutely. So we've been talking about VR for 45 minutes. Uh, It's a fascinating topic. I mean, no, it's incredible. Obviously, this was the topic of the week. But it's either a couple, the future or it's, or, it's or it's a huge bust. Yeah. Uh, there's a couple other things we want to, you know, we have to cut the episode a little bit short today because uh, of GDC, but there's a couple of the news items. Literally one that just broke. Yeah. Uh, oh, this is just interesting. Yeah. I, I didn't mean to, like,
3: dramatically realize. Uh, no, I, I, I want to talk about that for a second. Yeah. So, Rhyme. Uh, which is a really pretty game that was first announced at Gamescom 2013.
2: Yeah, let's buy it. Uh, Tequila PS4. Works, the studio that did Deadlight, which was a yep. pretty cool uh, XBLA game. That's that gorgeous game that right. looks like Eco meets Wind Waker. Yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yep. Mm-hmm.
3: Uh, so we haven't heard about it basically since then, and uh, Tequila Works just got the rights back. Basically, so Sony is now no longer publishing Rhyme. Wow. Uh, which is really interesting, and yeah. we don't know what that means yet. This this Weird. literally just broke, but um, yeah, it's just one of those really interesting cases of like. Where is it? And I wonder if that game's kind of been reworked, or if maybe they bit off more than they could chew, or sure. maybe it's the opposite. Maybe they really realized that they want to do something bigger than what Sony had planned for
4: it. People were calling it like Sony Zelda when we yeah. first saw yeah. it. Yeah, I mean it, that game. It had a stunning gorgeous.
3: debut. Yeah. yeah, so I'm I'm really excited to, to find out more about it. It's, it's kind of nice like to just hear the
2: name, like yeah. to know they're yeah. still yeah. making it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And a little again, a little of this story broke. 30 seconds ago, but um, I'm hoping this means this game's further along than we think, and that we're going to get news from it, and that maybe it's coming to everything, uh, and not uh, this game is in a mess of trouble, and we will never see it. Yeah. uh, Yeah, we'll have more on that shortly.
0: Uh, meanwhile we've got uh, Square confirming a new RPG well so this is what's interesting
3: this was announced at E3 it's actually already out in Japan like this game the game itself is something people have kind of known about for a while yeah it's never been confirmed for the west exactly so the the news is that it's coming to the west um but the big deal is that in Japan, it came to PS4 and Vita, mm-hmm. whereas here it's not coming to Vita. Uh, yeah. Here it came; it's coming to PS4 and, and Steam. Yeah. Uh, so it's really interesting, just because like they have this game done, like people are playing it right now yeah. in Japan. They're translating it anyway for PS4. Um, and they chose to not bring it here which I, I would imagine
2: is an install based thing yeah and the game's uh, director told our friends at US Gamer that if there mm. was a swell of, like the fact he's like hey there's a better install base in uh, Japan and people are playing their Vita's in Japan and that uh, quote if there's a swell of demand in North America we'll consider it uh, and the game looks awesome it looks awesome it's inspired, super by inspired by Chrono Trigger it has like a very old school ATB yeah. System, yeah, yeah the battle like, yeah. system looks exactly like Chrono Trigger yep. uh, you know it's a top, top it's much better looking than a 16 bit game but it's <laughs> something that I would absolutely <laughs> yeah. want to play on a Vita that's so.
0: yeah that sounds like totally a perfect Vita game. Yeah. Yeah. Kind of weird yeah exactly. that they would-
2: which is like, I played uh, Severed this week again. That's the drink box game. Mm-hmm. Uh, the Guacamele guys are working on the Vita game. That's a really cool, like, uh, touch based, uh, sort of really gorgeous, cel shaded roguelike that is, I don't know, seems like one of the last bastions of the Vita, mm-hmm. um, which is a bummer because I. Love that thing. That's also coming games. to mobile,
4: right, or iOS. Yeah, yeah. I mean that's the whole everything. thing yeah. it's
2: like a it's a touch based thing, so it could come to anything with a touch. You, you play that again this week? Yeah. It's oh, awesome. that's yeah. really good to hear. I haven't. I played that. It's coming on a year ago. I played it like, yeah. last
4: mm-hmm. year's PAX East. Yeah, and it was by far my most anticipated game of that show. Yeah. and then it went into complete darkness for like a full year. Yeah. So. It's mm-hmm. good Yeah. Do we have a release date on that? Uh, no, this year. Damn it. All <laughs> yeah. right.
0: Uh, Microsoft opens Xbox Live for cross-platform play. Will yeah. we ever see PS4, X1 cross-play? What
3: would this mean? So Microsoft says they're open to it. This was cool. Uh, this is a cool story. They they basically like, have done really well with PC and uh, Xbox cross-play stuff. Right. And um, Sony's obviously done that a little bit with uh, Street Fighter and all kinds of other stuff. But now the question is, Microsoft basically said... For, for Rocket League as an example, that it's like, hey, like, if, if they want to make it work, we're open to it. Um, and Sony has sort of not really commented. The, the only comment has kind of been like, hey, like, we're open to discussions and maybe well, it'll happen. And yeah. Sony has had uh,
2: PlayStation games that work with PC in the past. Like Street Fighter Play, and, Street Fighter. and, yeah. and
3: yeah. Portal had some stuff uh, when it came to PS3. Mm-hmm. Um, there's Yeah, I mean, and that wasn't really for multiplayer or anything. But, yeah, it's there's definitely there's plenty of connectivity kind of in that closed circle of yeah. PC to console in, in both um, but letting them talk to each other, I think, would be really cool. And whatever game is the first to do it,
2: I think, has the potential to do incredibly I mean, well. We have even in this office, when a game comes out, when it's something like the Division or Destiny comes out, it's like there's a divide in the office of mm-hmm. well, we the two these two people can't play together because yeah, someone's... it's like having
0: friends who go to a different school. Yeah, yeah. exactly. So the yeah, idea it of, happens constantly here. Yeah.
2: So the idea of being able to play, you know, Battlefront or being able to play the Division with anyone it doesn't matter if they have yeah. an Xbox it's like yeah. that's, that's great that's not that's amazing for anybody that would, that's yeah. how we get yeah.
4: closer to Andrew Goldfarb's Utopia yeah, just yeah. yeah exactly. let us fight each other finally business wise
2: <laughs> I could see why Sony wouldn't want this and why Microsoft would yeah. because a Microsoft by Microsoft saying this A it's a good PR move yeah uh, and B it's sort of uh, helps their smaller install base sure. where Sony at this point would be like, well no, if you want to play the division with your friends on PlayStation 4, get a PlayStation 4. Yeah. yeah. Um so I do I do like Andrew's uh Utopia though. I think it's it, I mean it My does name as well. Yeah. It does
4: lead to people ultimately burrowing closer into the consoles that they have already rather than being like, I gotta buy a second console for this thing. Yeah, sure. you know? yeah, sure. if, yeah. if like you know you can connect with everybody on on Xbox One through PS4, then like why buy a PS4? Yeah. So yeah I can see why Sony would be like you know, what's what do we have to gain from this? Yeah. Yeah. It's it one, one of those things like
3: on paper, it sounds awesome, but it's like, that's not how a business works either. So, yeah, it's it'll be I, I'm fascinated by this. Like, I always like when stuff like this even gets mentioned.
4: Yep. Yeah.
0: Cool. Now it is time for rapid fire. Yeah. Well, we're it?
4: only going to do like two of these today. Uh, we'll keep it quick. Thank you guys for writing in. There's also uh, if you haven't been in the podcast beyond Facebook group, please join that. It's like one literally one of the only two things I do on Facebook anymore mm-hmm. is is the, the the groups I'm a part of. Um that and I I heart horses. No, that's not true. Um, Austin Campbell says, "What world, from other media, do you want to visit in VR the most? Star uh, Wars. They already said Star, Star Wars. Wars so that was that was the top of mind, yeah, right? Yeah. Like." 100 percent like i want to i want to walk around that market in <coughs> jakku and i want to yeah. i want to yes. like go to Jabba's palace and like and and yeah. mess with everybody while they're asleep on the floor and just it, look at his butt yeah just, just get right in there did I, at a star wars celebration they had a giant life-size job of the hut look i looked at the back of his ass for the first he time he doesn't in really history. have a butt he's kind of on it but he's, he's mostly, got he's got
0: this like he kind he this, he's got this shoulder <laughs> he's got this shoulder butt
4: yeah he's got like um it's like a like those like ladies a, at the fair? Like back love handles, basically, yeah. but he's like 80% that. It's like neck fat. It's like yeah. when you see those guys so that have a, like He's a, got a cool
0: tattoo. Yeah,
4: he does. I job has a tattoo?
2: Yeah. Yeah, it's a weird little tribal thing on his arm. It says, Mom, it's a heart with an arrow <laughs> through it. Uh, what about you guys? Uh, yeah, honestly, like any sort of thing. Like, like, I'm any from, is interesting. Yeah, like walking like, around the ship from Firefly or yeah, something. Yeah, or like King's Landing or, yeah, or right. uh, I don't know, something like when you were mentioning, what was his name? Jimmy the Gull? me the Gull? gave me the Gull? whatever yeah. the hell that thing was called like a Pixar setting like wandering around Andy's room in uh, yep. Toy Story you wanna go something. explore
0: yeah. a child's bedroom in VR Max get out of there <laughs> well, it's uh, we're, talking uh, about, uh, we're
2: talking about Jabba's ass crack I can, we, uh, I can talk about get some consenting adult it okay. I can talk about a home invasion of a fictional a bar we, we talked about
3: we talked about last week of how cool uh like there was an un- Unreal Engine 4 remake of Ash's room from Pokemon and yeah. it's like that cool thing of like
2: Andrew and I like exploring boys rooms <laughs> yeah exactly
3: uh, but I mean you mentioned PlayStation Home briefly like that to me is the ultimate that would be a really cool thing if Uncharted 4 comes out and they release an Uncharted 4 experience where you can walk around yeah. whatever it is so I would bizarre. I would dogs nest. really want
4: to walk through like the just a highly hyper realistic version of the village from Resident Evil 4 like just yeah. the beginning and just hearing that chainsaw like yeah. rah, rah, in the background which is still one of the most terrifying noises in the quickly just take it yeah. off I would <laughs> Would happily
0: jump back into GTA Five in a heartbeat. Yeah, to just just, just to drive walk around. York. Yeah. yeah, just check it out. Like, yeah. just just go explore. Like, yeah. I mean, so one thing I thought was interesting about Far Cry Primal is that you didn't have cars or a helicopter, mm-hmm. so the game seems so much bigger. Yeah, and if you try to play games without like fast travel, or if you try to play GTA yeah. without you know going to find blimps or helicopters or whatever, it's and you're just driving and walking everywhere. It's it's slower. Like, yeah, it's a lot, yeah, it's a lot bigger. And, no, I mean,
4: like, I love that. I would I would love. Jurassic Park you know I would love like a dinosaur world like some either either set in modern times or just here you are in prehistory just drop me into a a crazy volcano island full of (laughs) giant lizard monsters that sounds great um Brandon Dransfield says, for Andrew, Persona 5, how do you think they will summon their Personas? Oh, we actually know. It's awesome. Uh, Ooh. It, this is
3: like a 30-second hit. Ooh. Uh, I get excited for a Persona. Uh, yeah, the, so in Persona 3, they have this thing called the Evoker, which is the gun they shot themselves in the heads with. Persona 4 didn't really have anything. They just kind of yelled Persona, and they popped out. Um, <laughs> that's, that's really dumb. In, yeah, <laughs> in 5, it's it's like really – you can see in the trailer if you go slow. It's actually like insane. Uh, they have these masks on, and when you get a Persona, it's it's a mask. Sort of like a ball where bald mask Yeah, like exactly. you go like to the eyes wide shut sex exactly. party yep. yeah. Um, and yeah and they're fused to your face and they literally rip them off and there's blood that splashes out it's like totally gross and it's wonderful and you? awesome yeah, you yeah. have all right. these cute
2: dogs on your desk and all of a sudden kids <laughs> are ripping adorable. their faces off uh, and finally Sarah Crow says favorite
4: ice cream flavor cookies and cream that was mine dough. for a while. A cookie dough was mine for a while. I'm more of a coffee oh, guy now. There's a There's a company yeah. called Three Twins yeah. in San yeah, Francisco that makes incredible ice cream. If you are ever here, picks them up. I think they probably ship everywhere. Too. Like a day ago, I tried this Smitten
3: ice cream it has cookie dough with pretzels and chocolate oh chips in it. Oh my god, it was
4: awesome. Oh okay. my god. Was, where did you oh, get, get yeah,
3: that? From Sprig, actually. Yeah. Right. Oh, they delivered it um, to you th- uh, this week. They have Smitten ice cream. Oh my god. This- so
0: I uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I don't I don't get ice cream a lot, but i go for, like, coffee if I'm out and about because mm-hmm. yeah. it kind of keeps me moving. But I, I'm, like, a big sucker for, like, peppermint. peppermint have you ever stick-out. had, like, an
4: affogato? No. It's, oh a, it's basically yeah. vanilla ice cream with an espresso shot poured over it. Oh, I don't Ugh. know it at a restaurant. Yeah, I, I don't know how to say it, though. so, so
0: Affogato. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> <laughs> 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 Speaking avoc- of it, so I'll the avocado. Have so avocado. I, just, <laughs> so I just pointed the
2: thing in the menu, so I avoided all shame. Yeah. shame. <laughs> I'll, I'll have an espresso shot poured into the great, Avocado. If you're
0: at a fancy restaurant and you don't know how to say a thing on the menu, a good trick is to point at it and say, I'll have the... And then just yawn, yeah. <laughs> and hopefully the, the, the span
4: go of that your one, yawn. and you go, uh uh-huh, uh-huh. Although, like culturally in Japan, they don't like that. Like the pointing thing, you have to do like sort of a hand gesture. Like it's not, it's not really a finger yeah, point. Yeah, but thing. if I, I was like pointing like, to a, a specific word on point this point
0: page, and I was fingers. just <laughs> like, oh. I'm
2: like, I'm pointing to like thirty words right now. I'm yeah, they <laughs> love uh, uh, these curries. <laughs> uh, they,
4: in Japan, they love when weird-looking Americans come over and just point at things with middle fingers. Everything.
0: <laughs> Most people actually carry around uh, smaller plastic hands with pointing fingers on them, and they just use them, like a
4: finger on top of the your finger. Finger, yep. Like yeah. a full hand. I
3: love that. Oh my God. That's a good idea. I'm finally going to Japan soon. I'm really excited. Yeah. Cool. We have a cool secret trip coming. Yeah.
4: Uh, finally, uh, we had a very tragic thing happen to a very close mm-hmm. friend of ours through Podcast Beyond named Levi. Uh Levi's son passed away after Um, Eric's son son passed away. son Levi passed away after numerous attempts at surgery to save his life. Um, We set up a GoFundMe thanks to our good friend Evan over in the Podcast Beyond Facebook group. Thank you guys so much Mm -hmm. for setting that up. Uh, We've raised $2,000 already. We're keeping the thing open for a few more days. To help out, you can just give a dollar or five bucks or 50 bucks or just spread the word on your Facebook or your social media. That's anything you can do to help. Go to GoFundMe.com slash Levi R. That's L-E-V-I capital R. Thank you guys so much. Yeah, uh, yeah. One last thing, my good friend Thomas Rakowitz, who played guitar on three songs of my album, just put out a new album himself. It's called The Musings of Balance, and you can get it at his Bandcamp. I'll tweet out the link, but look for Thomas Rakowitz. I don't think there's a lot of guitarists with that name, so you should probably oh, find that. I song. really that name, The musings of balance. Yeah, it's really cool. Album covers really awesome. Yeah, I think. it's a double disc album. I think it's like a. Some of it's free, some of it's pay what you want. Um, so, yeah, go get it. Yeah, support your local music. Um, on that
0: note, we're going to go check out GDC and hopefully have some cool new stuff to talk about next mm-hmm. week. Mm-hmm. Thank you all so much for joining us. As always, you can find us on Twitter. I'm Max Scoville. Marty is McBiggity with two G's and two T's. Yes, sir. Brian is Agent Bizzle. And yeah. Andrew Goldfarb is Garfap. Goldenrod.
2: Goldenrod. I mean, Twitter Golden whispers Goldenwhispers. Graldenhar.
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right.